Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hi guys, my name is Kat and my name's Letitia and you're listening to another episode of Basically Besties and you know, we just have to kick it off with our side eyes. Can you go first? I would love to go first. Okay, so mine is kind of two side eyes in one. So I am trying to get healthy because I just got back from America. I've been eating mac and cheese and just been going overboard with food. And so I decided a couple of nights ago to make some chicken tenderloins with some mashed potato and some greens. Anyways, I see the pan and it's next to the sink and it looks so clean. So I'm like, oh, someone just hasn't put it away. So I whack it on the stove, heat it up, cook my chicken tenderloins, eat my meal, Dad walks in and he's like, did you just cook chicken on that pan? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, did you rinse it? I'm like, no, it was clean. And he's like, oh, I put oven cleaner on it to clean (laughs) off the the stuff that was stuck to it. And I was just like, what the hell? I'm freaking out thinking I'm going to die in the next 20 minutes. My heart is racing. Like I'm having a full on panic attack. Dad's laughing, (laughs) thinking it's the funniest thing ever. Then to make matters worse, I get a DM. So I get on Instagram, I'm like, guys, am I going to die? And at that moment, I get this DM and it's a picture. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like someone telling me if I'm going to die or not. I open it up and it is a picture of your face and my face on a tram holding a random card with like writing in different languages. Um. And I was like, what the actual hell is this? I messaged the girl and she's like, yeah, it's all over France. Like it's all on our trams and our trains and everywhere in the public transport system. Like your faces are everywhere. And I am just shook. See, you were going crazy about that. And I was like, I've been getting this DM for weeks. (laughs) It's just so embarrassing. And then people like, Sue, Sue, Sue. But the thing is I made a mistake. Okay, guys. So about... I'm going to say like five or six years ago, you guys know I was really struggling financially, but I wanted to get photos with me and Tisha. Like I wanted someone to kind of capture 
our birthday moment and just like our relationship or whatever. So I got in touch with this photographer and she's like, yeah, I would love to take your photos and I'll actually do it for free if I can use your photos for Getty Images. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. So like I didn't think it was going to affect my life whatsoever. So my images have been on Getty Images for God knows how long now, but everyone seems to be using them yeah, right now we're on like some foster parent ad. Like it we're is on weird stuff. I get DMs and I'm like, oh my god, that's not me. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're in like a science textbook too. And I'm like, oh, like if David knew that, he'd be pissed. Well, David was like, when this first happened, he was like, what the hell? Like going psycho. And I'm like, actually, I made a boo boo about five years ago, and I signed a contract, and now anyone can use my image. Um, but it's just so embarrassing because, like, this one, we're literally all over France. Yeah, and we looked cool. And they've photoshopped some random hand of oh me no. holding a card. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. So it that's, is embarrassing. That's Back much. on the oven cleaner, didn't you smell it when you were cooking? No, I well, didn't. You know, when I was, like, quite young, I went into the garage, like, don't even ask. I don't know why. And there was this water bottle and it had, like, a skull drawn on it, like – like a warning skull, <laughs> you know? And I was like, what the hell? Dad must get really bored, like, and just draw on these water bottles, whatever. I took the water bottle, we go eat dinner, and I'm like, oh, I'm thirsty. I open the water bottle and I start gulping. And then I and then I look at the water and I'm like, what is this? Isopropyl alcohol. I drank <laughs> isopropyl alcohol. I'm not even joking. My mouth tasted like nail polish remover. Everything I was breathing smelt like nail polish remover. And I was just like, how come you thought you were going to die from oven cleaner, but from me? You guys didn't even care. You're just like, oh, just go drink some water. And I was like... <laughs> As if I cared. I was freaking out. But you were fine. I was fine. I mean, what can you do? Yeah. When you were little once, we were at a Christmas party and there were rum- rumbles sitting on the table. Oh, yeah. You talk- and you ate like five before I noticed. I remember looking at you and you're about to put another one in your mouth and I was like, mom, does that have actual rum in it? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, great. Now my child is drunk. <laughs> I actually did a lot of cooked things when I was younger. Yeah. We could have a whole episode about it. We could. Anyways, what's your side eye? Okay, my side eye is actually from America. We just got back quite recently. Um, and we've never been to well, I've never been to LA, so totally new world for me, right? The first Uber we get, <laughs> it was just questionable. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I'm not even saying this. In a bad way, like I don't know how the car was approved. It was not <laughs> safe at all. All it the wasn't. windows down, like the car, like the seats were like peeling back. And then this guy, he had all his stuff like in the front passenger seat and dad had to sit in the front. So, you know, we get in and I'm just like, what the hell is this? What all the Ubers are like? Whatever. We get in, you know, dad's starting to get in the front. The guy in the front is just moving all of his stuff that's on the passenger seat away so that dad can sit. He picks up this bottle, <laughs> this huge bottle. And it's like a two-litre milk, milk bottle. bottle. And all I can see in there is yellow liquid. And I'm like, there's no way this guy is pissing in his car. Yeah. Like, I genuinely 100% think that I think pissed. it was too. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> is this what LA is like? And his car smelt like weed. weed. 
Like it was just well, honestly, wrong. all the Ubers smell like weed because it's legal over there. But yeah. like, it was just like I felt I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, great. Like, this I is how like, we're gonna die. Yeah, I was like holding on to the edge. I was like, oh, like just drop us off now. But you know, the rest of the Ubers we got, they were all Teslas, and they were so good. Like. And the drivers were, were cool and yeah. played cool music. This like just as soon this first drive was just weird. Like he didn't talk to us. He was very. It sketchy. was very sus. Like I genuinely don't think his car would have been approved by no, Uber. No, but we made it. We're alive. We're here to <laughs> tell the tale. Yeah, we're here to tell the tale. So since it is our birthday month, almost our birthday, um, we thought we'd share a story we haven't really told before, which is your birth story. And honestly, I feel like you haven't even told me the details about you giving birth at all. Oh, my birth story of you, like giving birth to you. Yeah. Oh. See, this is another reason why I think I'm adopted. She didn't even tell me how many hours she was in labor, if it it was even painful, whatever. All she told me is like... When I held you in my arms, it was so good. As if, Letitia, I've probably told you and you just never listened to me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You probably didn't care and now you actually care because you're an adult. So, wait, are there three trimesters? Oh, my God, never mind. Yes, trimester is tri, which is three. (laughs) How embarrassing. embarrassing. Yes, there are three trimesters. I'll tell you about my first trimester because that's where it starts and that was the worst (laughs) trimester of my life because morning sickness was horrible. So for me, morning sickness kicked in pretty much straight away. I think it was like week six or seven. And I remember going to the bathroom and vomiting up this yellow acid stuff. It was just feral because first thing in the morning, you've got nothing in your belly, right? Yeah. And so you're just vomiting and I remember like vomiting so much that my stomach would hurt and I was like oh my gosh am I damaging the baby like that's how much I was gagging it's the worst feeling ever um then at 12 weeks it kind of stopped so I had I was like a textbook pregnancy everything happened right on time except for your delivery date you were late oh did you know that no so you were actually your due date was actually the twenty second of May. True. Yeah. Didn't and want to come out. No, you wanted to steal my thunder. You wanted oh. to be born on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the first trimester was really hard just because of the whole morning sickness thing. But when I think about it, I think I got it good because I know a lot of women that are sick the whole day and throughout their whole pregnancy. Whereas mine really did stop at twelve weeks and I was fine. Um, once I hit the second trimester. I remember being so tiny. Like I was not a big pregnant girl. Mm. And from three, four, five months, it just looked like I was a little bit bloated. No one would be able to tell that I was pregnant. The minute I hit seven months pregnant, it was like my belly just like exploded. Wow. And I had this little balloon in my stomach. Um, Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was you. But I was living my best life in the second trimester. Like I would go to the tuck shop because I was still at school. I would go to the tuck shop. My mum had set up a like a tab 
almost yeah. at the tuck shop and I would go in I'd get my potato meat pie my pizza pockets like my cookies and I would just go absolutely ham at the tuck shop and get so much food it was the best thing ever so that's what I'm built on yeah meat pies and, and pizza and pockets pizza pockets. pizza pockets are the best and you know what like I've never been able to get a pizza pocket to taste the same way that it did when I was pregnant with you Aww. and you know when my friends my friends were broke obviously because they're in high school they'd come up to me and be like cat can you hook me up with a pizza pocket and I'll be like yeah sure I've got a tab here <laughs> just like ring up the tab but yeah then about two weeks before I was due to give birth the teachers they actually came to me and they said cat legally you're actually not allowed to be at school you have to go home so I was at school till I was heavily heavily pregnant Wow. And like when you went home for two weeks, what did you do? Just chilled. Oh. Watched, I don't know, Oprah or Jerry Springer, whatever was on <laughs> TV at that time. Um, but it was weird because people, I would be in my school uniform and you would not be able to tell that I was pregnant from behind. But the minute that I turned to the side, I'd have like <laughs> this big stomach. But there was one time when we went on an art excursion. This is actually really sad. And I was probably about seven or eight months pregnant. And I was saying to my friends, I don't want to go because there's going to be other schools there. Like, it's just really awkward. And they're like, no, it'll be fine. Just come, you know, just come along. And so I got on the bus. We went to the art museum and there were so many schools there. Mm. And I remember walking around and people just looking at me and laughing and like, you know, obviously like making remarks and stuff and I ended up going into the toilet and like crying my eyes out because I just felt so awkward oh that's so sad what the yeah hell? and my friends were like trying to comfort me and like you know tell them don't worry they don't know who you are they're just being dickheads like all that sort of stuff but it was like really hard mm. um and we had our school jerseys as well and I ended up getting like an extra large so that I could wear my jersey because I was so big by the end and I remember going to the city once and on your jersey, it actually says your name. So on my jersey, it said Kitty Cat or mm. Kitty Cat. And I remember going to the city and I had my jersey on and there were other schools there because that's where kids kind of used to hang out. And they used to yell out my name and like say, Cat's knocked up. And like they didn't obviously didn't even know me but because my name was on my jersey they would just like yell out these really horrible things. And I bet they're listening right now. Period. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was really hard for me. I think it was really hard towards the end of my pregnancy because, you know, I was 16, feeling very, very heavy, getting Mm. stretch marks on my body, starting to feel really self-conscious, noticing that people were talking about me, like it was really hard mentally on me more than physical. Mm. I feel like because I was so young, physically I smashed pregnancy. Like it was just a breeze for me. When you stood up, did you feel like you're going to fall forward? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. Just wondering. I feel like if I got pregnant now, it would be so hard. But because I was young and fit and at my prime, pregnancy Mm. was just like so easy. And I wasn't even worried about labor, which was bizarre. Yeah, because you know me, like I'm a tough girl. 
Yeah. Right? Like I'm – I feel like my pain threshold is quite high. Mm. So I was kind of like, yeah, I'll go into labour and if I need to take drugs, I'll take them. But I didn't really have a plan or anything. The day before labour, we were driving – I was in the car with my parents and I was like, oh, this seatbelt is kind of feeling really uncomfortable around my belly and so I held it out like that. And I was like, why is my belly feeling really tight? This is so weird. Anyways, I ended up going to bed really early and woke up and I was two minutes apart. So I slept through majority of my labor. What the hell? Psycho <laughs> behavior. So did your water break? No. Why? Because I was laying down and it didn't break. I don't know, it breaks at different times. But I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I think I've got – I'm having contractions Like, because it was like full on every two minutes and mm. I timed it. And so I told my mum and she's like, eat cereal. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I literally just woke up and she's like, you need energy. And I was like, okay, so I'm eating cereal. Then my phone starts going off because it's my birthday. Oh, my god! My cousins are ringing me. My best friends are ringing me, you know, to wish me happy birthday. And I'm in labour. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm in labour. i got to call the hospital. Like, I yeah. was just had no clue. I called the hospital. They're like, get to the hospital right now. Because I was two minutes apart. Like, that's when yeah. you're supposed to go to the hospital. Um, by the time we got to the hospital... I was in so much pain. Oh, really? Yeah. The contractions really kicked in. Wait, where is the contractions? Well, for this pregnancy, it was like, you know when you get period cramps and it's like, it's like that times 50. Gee whiz. <laughs> so for me, for, this pre- for that pregnancy, it was like my stomach. Mm. I really felt it in my stomach. And I remember driving to the hospital and like every little bump, it just made things 10 times worse. Mm. Anyways, we get to the hospital and the nurse is like, okay, sign this. And I'm like dying. And I'm like, what the hell am I signing? Whatever, just sign it, get me in a room. And then I remember being in the room and them doing all their tests and you can hear other women in the other rooms pushing babies out. Girl. It is traumatizing. And this one girl is like, ah, like actually yelling. And I'm like, is that going to be me? I'm like, going to be loud when I, whenever I get Some birth. people are so loud. Like it was really scary because I was like, is that going to be me? Is that what I'm going to be when I, like when it comes time to push out this baby? Um, but no, I was like more focused. I was like, <laughs> like I was taking a big shit. <laughs> No, that's what it feels like. You're just like, I feel like I was just so, I was so focused and I didn't, all my energy wasn't coming out of my mouth. It was like pushing you out. (laughs) (laughs) It was coming out of my vagina. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com For me personally, I think my labor started on the 26th when I was pulling the seatbelt away Mm. and going, what the hell is with this? Why is my stomach sore? But they... So they said to start it from when I woke up, which is when I was two minutes apart already. So I woke up at, I think it was like 5.36 and by about say five o'clock that afternoon, it was intense. And I, so I was on gas so you can get gas which is kind of like happy gas and that was kind of keeping me satisfied but by about 5 p.m i was screaming for an epidural but it was too late this is actually my worst fear yeah i didn't realize it went for that long yeah it goes for that long and i remember sitting on the ball like you know those big exercise balls trying to get your head to move down or something oh it's just so it's so hard to explain the pain, but it just feels like the contraction by that point is just happening to your whole body. Like you just feel so heavy and it's like contra- the baby is like getting pushed down. That is oh. – It's painful. That like I can't so even describe the pain. Yeah. It is so full on. And so by the time I was really close to you coming out – I was screaming for an epidural and the nurse was like, it's too late. I'm so sorry. You can't, we can't give you an epidural. They got me up on the bed and I think it was like five or six pushes and you were out. Jeez, girl. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Slid right out. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, so, it's so weird. Like when I was hearing those women scream, I could tell when they were pushing and for me, when I was pushing, the whole room was silent. Who was in the room with you? So I had um, my ex, I had Lola, and then my midwife and the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. And were they good people to have in the room? Yeah, my mum was probably the best person to be there. Mm. Um, my ex kind of was he was obviously very young as well. He was 19 and just in shock. He mm. actually left the room at one stage and vomited. Like, I think he was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely my mum was the best person to have there because she 
was like, you know, talking me through it and letting me squeeze her hand and doing all that sort of stuff. I wonder what it would sound like for her to talk through it. with. You. She's just like... Because she's just funny. <laughs> she was crying as well at the same time. Of happiness? Yeah, or? of happiness. Like overwhelming. It's I, I wouldn't even... Like if I think about you having a baby, I'd be a... F- mess like it's getting me teary now like it would just be such an emotional experience to watch your child have a baby yeah true and then Arnie Mads was in the waiting room okay so as soon as the baby as soon as you came the baby (laughs) as soon as you came out Arnie Mads came in so they have like a limit of how many people Mm. can come be in the room at the same time intense yeah it was wild very wild and then Deja was quicker she was like nine hours and she was out what so did you hear me crying when you're pushing not when I was pushing you're like when my head was out did I start crying oh oh and so another thing is you actually pooed in my belly (laughs) (laughs) so I can't remember what the word is called it starts with an m I'm pretty sure but when the mother is stressed sometimes the baby will do their first poo in the stomach um, and then once you were out, they had to actually suck that stuff out of your mouth. Out of my mouth? Yes. Did I shit out of my mouth? <laughs> no, but you were in my stomach and so it went in your mouth. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's just so embarrassing. <laughs> like I should have known that that would be embarrassing 20 years later from that moment. <laughs> Um, so it took a while for you to cry. Yeah. But you cried and you haven't shut up since. <laughs> <laughs> Describe the moment when you first saw me. It was weird because, you know, I was laying there and I'm kind of dazed and they put me put you in my hands. And the same thing happened to Deja as well. It was almost like I was it took me a while to kind of come to the moment. Like it wasn't yeah. just like an instant, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Well, like were you still in pain when you were holding me? No, but like the weird thing is when you're giving birth, right, so you yeah. get the baby comes out and then they take it away and they do whatever they have to do with it and you've still got your legs up in the thing, right, and then they put the baby on and this is like if they're stitching you up or did doing – Did you get stitched up? I did get stitched up. Bruh. <laughs> Damn. Um, some people get stitched all the I way know. from their vagina to I their bum. I can't even talk about that. Thank God that wasn't me because that would have been painful as hell. But anyway, so they're doing whatever they're doing down there to fix you up, right? And then you've got your baby in your arms while they're doing their thing. So it's kind of like weird. You don't really have the time to really realise what's happening and you literally just pushed a baby out of your, your vagina. So I'm in the daze and they're – fixing me up and I've got you in my hands and that moment of like just realising and because for me it was different, I was 17 years old. Mm. So I was so immature and so I didn't know what I was getting myself into and you started crying and I remember looking up at everyone and being like, well, what do I do? Like, tell me yeah. what to do. And the nurse is just like, you've got to feed her. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I've got to look after this kid for the rest of my life. <laughs> and it was in that moment I know I 
No, it was, in that, <laughs> it was in that moment I was like, whoa, this is so weird. Like I've got to make the decisions for this kid. This kid is looking to me, not anybody else, you know, because oh I was in the mindset of like having adults help me because I'm yeah. still a child myself, but I had to actually look after you. And then breastfeeding, wow, I'm not even going to traumatise you with that side of things because that nobody warns you about breastfeeding. Nobody, but it is intense. And babies suck very hard. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> yeah, they are so cute. So, yeah, I'm sorry if I've traumatised you with my story. <laughs> what was it like when you took me home for the first time? That was really hard. I had you and I was in the hospital and obviously my mum and I didn't have the best relationship because she was very disappointed in, in what I had done. And I remember being in the hospital and all my friends would come visit me. Even some of my teachers came and visited me and I didn't want to go home because being at the hospital made me realise how much more at ease I was like I didn't have to deal with my mum like um, preaching to me getting angry at me like I could just focus on being a mum and having my friends come and visit me and check in on me Mm. so three days came around and I was like oh my god I have to go back home like the recommended time back then was three to five days so I was like, I'm going to ask them to stay longer because I don't want to go back home. Like I'm way too stressed. And by that point I had the baby blues as well. Do you know what the baby blues are? No, not really. Okay. So by, I'm pretty sure most females get this. It's not postpartum depression, it's baby blues. So because your hormones are all over the place, you get to this point where I'm pretty sure it's three days. I could be so wrong and I'm sorry if I am, um, but you get really sad mm. and I hit that at that point and I just did not want to go home. Um, so I begged the nurse to stay and she got so angry at me. Mm. Like some of the nurses were really, back then, were just so cruel to yeah. people who were teen mums. There were a couple of nurses that were really nice to me. Like one nurse brought me a birthday cake, um, but a lot of them were very judgmental and mean. And this particular nurse was so cruel and was like, we have no room. There's other mothers coming in. And I get that. There were other mothers that needed a a room. But I was like, I don't care what room I get. Like I just want to still be in the hospital for the maximum five days. And so they moved me into the psych ward. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe that. And so they moved me to the psych ward and I remember like my friends coming to visit me and they're like, why are you in this room? Like, this is so weird. And I was like, I just don't want to go home. And then what was it like when you actually did go home though? It was hard. It was really hard. Like the first night, what was it like? I can't remember the very first night, but I do remember one night where I was just so physically and mentally exhausted and you were laying in the bassinet next to me just screaming and I was just laying in bed like crying because I was just so tired I just wanted to go to sleep and by this point I was like I didn't have my ex with me I was in Lola's house still and I remember like after about maybe it felt like 
an hour, but it was probably like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Lola came in the room and she was so pissed off. And she's like, see, you're a bad mom. Like, this is why you can't have a baby at this age. And like grabbed you and started soothing you. Mm. And she grabbed you and like started looking after you. And I was like, thank fuck. And I was just so (laughs) fucking tired. I remember falling asleep. And then I woke up that morning at like 5 a.m. And I was like, where is she? And I went downstairs and Nanai had you. So my grandma, Mm. because she was living with us at that point. And she was rocking you. And she's like, oh, good timing. I think she's hungry. Because she used to wake up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Most mornings. Um, So there were definitely really, really hard times. And being with my mum at that point was just causing unnecessary mental strain. Yeah. So I had to leave. Did I tell you about when I left? No, I don't think you did. So I didn't even tell Lola I was leaving. Yeah. And I snuck out in the middle of the night. With me. With you at six weeks old and I got on a plane to Cairns to go live with my ex. Uh, That's crazy. So crazy. But I just couldn't be with her Mm. and I thought being with him would be easier. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Yes. So now you know. So much to process. Well, after hearing that, I feel like I should just give birth soon because you said the younger you are, the easier it is, right? Yeah, but you have to find the right person. (laughs) I hope you've learned from my mistakes. Finding the right person to have a baby with is very important. That's true. Because support Mm. is something that I didn't have and I wish I had. Yeah. Because it would make a huge difference if I had someone who actually could, you know, take turns in looking after you in the middle of the night mm. and not get angry at me about it. Yeah. Well, I feel like even though it was so traumatic for you, I feel like I would still want to have a baby because I just think about the reward. What's the reward? Baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. And so do you understand why now the birthday should be all about me? No. (laughs) (laughs) Because I gifted you with this character development. Character development, please. (laughs) Okay. If you didn't have me, imagine where you would be. You wouldn't Um, have got your shit together. You reckon? Where do you think I'd be? No, you're probably right. I was heading down a very... A, a bad path I was a crazy teen and I probably would have been just yeah, crazy yeah <laughs> wild you definitely made me get my stuff together yeah I had to force you maybe we should get Deja on and you can tell her the story of her birth because honestly you know like you don't hit it like age of consciousness until you're like 12 and then you're like wow I exist <laughs> like I feel like when you gave birth to her, I didn't really know what was going on. Like, it was all just a blur. Yeah, it's So, true. I don't even know her birth story. Yeah, Was wow. it a C-section? No! Oh. What the hell, Letitia? Nothing you wrong see with the- that. I know there's nothing wrong with that, but I would have told you <laughs> if I had a C-section. And well, I would see, have I a scar. Know. I don't know. My, no, I didn't have a C-section. But, you know, Lola had a C-section with me and Geordie. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I knew this. Yeah, but no, hers is a whole nother story as well. Really? So I so it's different every time? Yes, it's different every time. 
Wow, you're learning a lot. And I can't I believe this is the only time you've actually asked me about how it was giving birth. But definitely <laughs> we'll have to get Deja on so I can share her yeah. story because that's going to be a whole episode was in it itself. bad? Whose birth was better? They both had their ups and downs. And yeah, I'll have to save it for another episode. <sighs> Sorry. I know my birth was better. <laughs> I just know well, it. Well, at least Deja didn't poo in my belly. Well, did you see Deja's first shit? It was green. Yeah, I know. The first so, poo is always rank. <laughs> yeah, I did it to save you the pain of having to change me. <laughs> it was strategical. Oh, thanks. thanks. And I then really I even tried that. to eat it to get rid of it. Wow, thank you so much. Thank oh, you. Oh, I was probably so cute. You were so cute. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Make sure you guys tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for our new episodes. And we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye. bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark, and produced by Fenella Jamison. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and waters this podcast is recorded on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com